This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. China plans to send a high-level negotiating team to the United States next week. According to state media reports, Vice Premier Liu He will lead the Chinese delegation in a round of talks expected to take place next week. The country is currently celebrating the 70th anniversary of its modern founding, but government officials will come to Washington for more negotiations once the festivities wrap up. The dialogue will be the first high-level talk since July, when U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin led a team of American negotiators to China. Shortly after that delegation returned home, President Donald Trump issued a new round of tariffs, pushing back this round of talks that was originally expected to take place in September. The U.S.-China trade war also weighed on a quarterly USDA report released today. Ben Nulli has more. Grain markets rallied today after USDA dropped corn stocks some 300 million bushels in the quarterly grain stocks report. Corn stocks dropped to 2.1 billion bushels from last year's estimate of 2.14 billion bushels. Traders pegged corn stocks at 2.4 billion. President of Allendale Incorporated Steve Georgie says several other factors could also drive corn prices higher moving forward. Will we see, now that this report came out friendly, You've got a new month, new money, new quarter. Are we going to get a new idea as far as trading? Can we see the funds come out of their short positions? And not that it needs to be that bullish, but it's now the market has given them a reason to be less bearish. And that in itself could have them get out of these positions and gravitate this corn market higher. Of the total corn stocks, 753 million bushels are stored on farms, up 22% from a year earlier. Off-farm stocks are at 1.36 billion bushels, down 10% from a year ago. Soybean futures saw a slight rally after news surfaced China is expecting to buy more U.S. soybeans. December corn finished up 16.5 cents at 3.88, and November soybeans were up 23 cents at 9.06. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. A quarterly hogs and pigs report includes record numbers for the sector. According to USDA, the September 1 hog and pig inventory in the U.S. was 77.7 million head, up 3% from a year ago. The figure is the highest September 1 inventory since the reports began in 1988. The report also showed records on the June to August pig crop at 35.3 million head, as well as a record high pigs per litter at 11.11 head. Finally today, market facilitation program payments are lifting a troubled farm economy, but their long-term impact will be limited. That's the word of Nathan Kaufman with the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City. I think that it still doesn't necessarily change the longer-term view, and I think that ultimately prices will be a reflection of supply and demand. So while those ca- that cash injection might help in the short term, it's not clear the extent to which it necessarily changes the picture going into 2020. Speaking on this week's open mic, Kaufman says some parts of the country are faring better than others. There are some segments where there's been maybe more stress than others in some regions that have maybe had more challenges than others. As we've described that the last few years, um, more recently it's probably been uh, in areas that are concentrated in corn and soybeans. Um, prices there have just generally been low for some time, uh, maybe even lower than break-even for some time. Uh, the other, though, has been the dairy industry in, in parts of the country, especially where there are a lot of small dairies. There have been some challenges there for a number of years. He says comparisons of the current times to the 1980s need to note some context. 
We have seen um, indicators that we would track as it relates to solvency, thinking about debt-to-asset ratios rise over the past few years. Of course, there's going to be some operations that have seen maybe more stress than others, but those increases still have been relatively modest in comparison with what we might have seen, say, in leading up to the 1980s. So it's important to characterize the environment in the direction that it's trending, but also just the overall magnitude of what we're seeing. To hear more from Kaufman, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.